Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's the founder of Blueprint CFO. It's none other than Jim Downs. Jim, thank you for joining us. Good morning, Josh. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. Absolutely. All right. Well, tell us uh, what Blueprint CFO is. Well, we're a little different than your normal accounting firm. Uh, Most accountants are what I would consider historians. They're telling you how you did in the prior year, the prior month, the prior week. But we we practice future-based accounting, future-focused accounting, where we're helping our clients learn from their data how to do better with their business and be more successful in the future. Mm -hmm. So we help them take their data that that is being ignored normally. Uh, Clients typically aren't using their financial statements for anything other than filing their tax return. And we Mm -hmm. make it a secret weapon to gather that data and show show them where they could be doing better in their business, whether it be sales and marketing operations, managing their cash. There's just all kinds of things going on that, that need to be paid attention to. Jim, for let's say we're talking with it, you're talking with a business owner and uh, they say, well, I don't understand what you can show me that I can't already just kind of feel in the air. Right. So in other words, if if our cash flow is low, well, I just need to make sure we're doing more sales. If cash flow is doing all right and eh, then we don't need to as much, uh, you know, aside from that, what, what would you sit him down with and say, all right. All right, listen. Let's have let's have a heart to heart right now, and I'm about to I'm about to give you an education. Give us an education, Jim. Well, <clears throat> you know it's a, it's a good uh, question. The one that you're asking about cash flow. My cash flow is good, so I should be okay, right? But what if you haven't paid your bills uh, in a, in a while? So you have a lot of cash, but you owe a bunch of people money. What if uh, you have way too much inventory? So you, you have a good amount of cash, but you could have even have more cash. If you manage your inventory more effectively, what what if you uh, paid a lot of overtime last month and you don't realize it, you know, because you ended up with a lot of cash, but maybe you weren't efficient in your operation because you had to pay overtime to get the work out. So there's a lot of cash is the end result. You know, all, all the we, we call accounting where all the money comes together. So it's a super important major function of a business. And so how understanding how that cash got there and got to be that balance is there's a lot of dynamics going on within the business that need to be paid attention to. I, I, let me give you an analogy. I, I always use this analogy when um, if you were getting on an airplane and uh, the pilot said, hey, um, I, I've been flying for years, but our instruments today aren't working. But, you know, I'm, I know how to get from A to B just through gut instinct and I'll, I'll get you there. You know, no problem. Would you get on the airplane or would you rather be on a plane where all the controls are working and the pilot knows all the different things that are going on that they should be paying attention to as they fly that airplane? You know, you'd rather be on the one where the the pilot has all the all the controls and all the instrumentation working. And that's like running your business when you're running your business and you don't have data coming at you to tell you 
what's what's working and not working in the business. You're really doing it like you just said a minute ago, gut instinct. You know, their gut yeah. tells them things okay. That's 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 a perfect client for us. <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, you know, and I want to let people know. So, like, let's say that you know you're. Um, you know, you haven't been in business for 20 years or whatever. Like, um, I don't think it's unusual for someone to be making a lot of their financial decisions just based on gut instinct. And, you know, I don't want to tell them that they're, you know, that that, that person, well, you're doing it wrong or you should feel bad. Um, it's actually quite normal, but perhaps you get to a point now you know, in your business where it's, it's time to start being a little bit more methodical. Um, what, which, what, how do you feel on that, that whole thing in terms of like, um, you know, the, I, I guess our, uh, how, I don't know. I, I, I just, I want this, I want someone to feel excited now <laughs> and not well, bad about the past. You know, first of all, um, to be, have a successful business is, is, um, to be rewarded, to be celebrated, because a lot of companies start up and they don't make it through the first year. You know, I don't remember the statistics, I've, you know, but a lot, most companies, I believe it's a majority of companies don't make it through the first year or the second year. Wow. So if you're in business and you've been, you're doing okay, and you know you've been doing it with gut instinct, hallelujah, know that's great. But as you grow, and our, our target market client is emerging growth companies. So hmm. I, I had a, a client we met with this week, and they've been in business for 10 years, but last year their sales grew 65%. And they have, you know, they have somebody doing their accounting in-house that is not an accountant. <laughs> and oh, boy. Yep. She's using QuickBooks, and they're getting financials, but whether they're correct or not, I have no idea because the, he, the fellow is not an accountant. So even he raised his hand and said, you know, this is getting pretty complicated. I think we need somebody with a little more firepower on the account finance and accounting side to help us manage our cash and forecast sales and our inventories and et cetera, et cetera. So that's why we're having running with them. So, you yeah. know, they've gotten 10 years or successful, but you know, when you're, when you're growing and um, you know, I would say we work with about 40 different companies and I would say 90% of them are growing significantly fast and they, you know, they need, better invisibility into what's going on in the data because it's getting more complicated. Yeah. Um, Jim, when you're working with a CEO, what are those meetings like? Like what, or I don't know if that's how you engage or what, why don't we start, but share with me what engagement typically looks like with a client. Okay. Well, thanks for asking that. So number one is the blueprint. So <laughs> blueprint CFO, what is it? What does the blueprint mean? We help the client create a plan for growing their business and making more money. And um, my observation is that most smaller companies, you know, middle market, lower middle market companies don't take time out to do planning that they may have a budget, but they haven't really done a strategic plan um, since they started the business years ago. They did it in the beginning, a business plan. But having a we help them create a one pager business plan for the next year that focuses on uh, revenue targets, gross margin targets, how to, expense targets, cash targets, and, and then we meet them and it rolls out by month. So after we get the financials done and quickly at the, at the close of every month, we schedule a finance meeting where we come out and present the monthly financials in a format of charts and graphs, <laughs> not the typical balance sheet and income statement, which allows the entrepreneur to see quickly trends that are going on in the data that are positive and negative that we're pointing out to them. 
and that they can take action of. So basically, it's giving them the data to run their business better <clears throat> where they were doing it by gut instinct in the past. Yeah. But also um, following the plan, you know, then, then measuring every month, hey, are we on plan or are we not on plan? If we're on plan, great. Maybe, maybe we were even being conservative. Our plan should have been more robust. So let's revisit the plan. Or if we're off plan, why is that? We didn't make the sales that we thought we were going to make. So let's get this, let's get the head of sales in here and talk about, you know, what what happened that we didn't hit our numbers. So it's all it's all about building accountability within the business based on goals. And in terms of like clients that you work with, um, what would you say the uh, the range in terms of like, um, I don't know, do you, do you typically look at, well, what are your, what's your annual sales? Is that kind of the metric or, or what, what do you look for to say, well, maybe you're not quite ready for us or nope, you're definitely ready for us. Like how, how would someone know? So everybody always asks that question, but it comes back to growth potential. So, um, mm -hmm. so our goal is to help the company grow, the client grow. If they're a smaller company and they don't really want to grow, they just are happy with where they are. It probably isn't a good fit for us. But we have clients as small as pre-revenue, but the and clients as big as 100 million in sales. So the 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 um, common denominator is growth potential. They they both either are growing rapidly or they have a lot of growth potential. <laughs> <clears throat> we try to make it very um, cost effective at the lower levels with these early stage companies because we want to be there when they grow and be their partner to help them grow and get the financing they need. Because another aspect of that is when you're growing your business, you need financing to, you know, to, to um, leverage the your equity and, and have enough money to uh, run the business or you may need to find an investor. So we can help them with that, too, if it's a unique company that you know might attract an investor. Yeah. What would be an example of, um, let's say you go into a meeting, um, CEO is just kind of feeling one thing and you kind of start opening up the books, looking at the numbers and you're like, you, where would be an example of a CFO discovering something that might not be immediately easy to identify? So one thing I'll say before I tell you the example is um, numbers don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever he, whatever that CEO thinks, whether you know whether they think it, you know this this is happening, that is happening. The data, it, the data is the data, you know. So that's the starting point. Um, I'll give you an example. Last year, we had a client, a consumer products company, and um, they were not hitting their sales targets that we had laid out for the year. They, they were about fifty percent of the sales target we 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 um, put forward for the company. And when we had our monthly meeting, the, the owner said, hey, Jim, I don't know if you realize this, but we've been out of stock of our top selling SKU for most of the year this year. I'm mm. like, what? <laughs> How did that happen? And so he knew that, but he wasn't taking action. And so we, we helped him create an inventory demand planner that makes sure that he never runs out of the top SKUs and that we're you know, on top of that because he didn't, he didn't have a formal inventory purchasing program going on in the company. And so now we look at it, we meet every two weeks and look at inventory and identify what we need to do, what we need to order in order to fill the gap and make sure we have enough of all the top sellers so we never run out again. And we're tracking stockouts too. So when somebody tries to order something and and, and that's some, another huge thing that people don't do, and, you know, they, they tried to order something, you didn't have it on the shelf that, that just, you just lost the sale because they're going to go somewhere else and buy it. Super important to track that. Yeah, for he sure. Any of that, you know, because 
like you said, he was he he's successful. He had a lot of cash in the bank. He's making he was still making money even though his sales were not hitting the target. Um, and so you know, in a lot of ways, um, he's I don't say the words fat and happy, but kind of like that. <laughs> Yeah. How did Jim, how did you find yourself in, in this role? Um, so obviously now with Blueprint CFO, um, you've been doing this quite a while. You have a number of fantastic clients. Um, where did where did Blueprint CFO come from? So I was a CPA when I started my career in Detroit, Michigan. I, I moved to ah. California 12 years ago, but I was a CPA for 12 years with a C, CPA firm in Michigan. And um, I had a lot of clients similar to the ones that I have today, and but none of them that I meet with every month and review the progress that they were making on their business. We just came in once a year and did their tax return and did an, uh, a review statement or an audited statement for their, you know, their financing purposes. But so one one day, one of my clients like that, a fairly big company said, hey, Jim, you're you're our financial expert. You know what do you think we should do different next year? Here you've been looking at all our numbers for the year. How how do you think we could do better? And I I had no idea, so it was a real eye opener to me that I didn't know like what products were profitable, you know how they manage their people, what kind of compensation plan they had for their salespeople, um, how they manage their inventory. There was just <laughs> CPAs don't get into that level of detail, so I, I I decided I wanted to do that instead of being a CPA. So I I, I quit and I, I started my own firm in Detroit uh, in 1985, <laughs> a long time ago. My first client uh, hired me one day a week to be their fractional CFO. It was a technology startup, took off like a banshee and they ended up offering me the uh, position of vice president. So I was there 15 years and went from zero to 50 million and won the Entrepreneur of the Year Award in Michigan in 2001. So I learned a lot, not, not just as a CPA, but actually of, of growing a business and, and, be, and being successful in, in, a, in a high level role. So I, I, took, I left that company in 2001 to go back and do what I wanted to do, which was work with different companies and you know, employ the methods I have. I learned uh, on how to grow a business and make it more successful. Um, and, you know, on, uh, it was just on your website right here and, and, uh, uh you have a quote from, uh, Michael McCallowicz from, uh, Profit First, um, which by the way, everyone should read, <laughs> uh, but his quote is profit is not an event. It's a habit, small, repetitive, continuous actions chained together, build momentous momentum. What would be a profit focused habit or maybe some things I'm, you know, I'm thinking about every, you know, business owner or leader that's listening to this right now. What are some of those things that we can be doing on a regular basis that maybe average business owners don't do uh, that will put us in a more profit first um, mindset and, and way of operating? The, what comes to mind is uh, the words that I've used with my clients a lot, which is know your numbers, know your, know your company. Yeah. And um, many, many people that own businesses have a sales orientation. <laughs> In other words, they, they come up through the sales uh, department and end up owning the business or managing or starting their own business. And their focus is on sales. And so yeah, I've had clients tell me, hey, Jim, you know, I, you know our grow revenue is growing 50% every year. But when you look at the bottom line, they don't make any money. Mm. And they, were all, they never have any cash. And and they said, well, you know, we're kind of like Amazon. We're, you know, we're we lose, we're gonna lose money, but we're getting market share. Well, <laughs> that only goes so far because most companies aren't like Amazon. They can't they can't survive through the 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 
the uh, phase of trying to build a business when you're not making money. So uh, I believe it was Henry Ford once said, the business of a business is making a profit. And so, you know, focusing on profit at every month when you review your, your financials, not just how, how your sales came in, but how you're how you manage your costs, how you manage your margin and what the bottom line was. And that's the profitability roadmap we talk about with our clients is not a, not a, not a revenue roadmap, a profitability roadmap. Yeah, terrific. All right. So your website is blueprintcfo.com. When somebody goes there, what would you recommend they do? What do they, how do they engage with you? Is there maybe some ways that they can maybe pre-engage before the conversation that you'd recommend? Sure. So when I, when you, when you think, when you think about the topic of accounting, it's a pretty boring topic. Most people aren't going to get too excited about accounting and finding out more about accounting, but in, in our website, we've tried to put a lot of our case studies of where we implemented great accounting and it had a, it had a uh, effect of, of solving a problem that a client had that they didn't even know they had. Mm. So I believe there's around 10 different case studies there where you can see where when we came in and we helped them improve their accounting, how it helped them improve their operational efficiency, or it helped them be more efficient on um, selling and marketing their, their goods and services, um, managing their inventories. So that, that, that great accounting you know, transcends into those other things that are going on that that have numbers attached to them that you should be paying attention to. Yep. So again, your website, Blueprint CFO, someone who's ready to have a conversation, what do they do? And what is that conversation like? I, well, number one on the, on the website, there's a uh, find out more button uh, that you can push and, and enter your information. We just got a new client through our website last week. So we were pretty excited about that. Uh, that doesn't happen a lot. People go on the website and find out about what we're doing and end up calling us up. So that's another thing. We have an 800 number on there that you can call and, and get more information about, you know, how great accounting might be beneficial to your business. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Again, Jim Downs, uh, founder of Blueprint CFO. I liked uh, clicking on your uh, about um, just to kind of take a look at the team. Um, if you're looking for a CFO, uh, you're in the right place. Because <laughs> I was looking at your team. It's like uh, CFO, 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 CFO. <laughs> you have a lot of CFOs are all part of this doing great work uh, with a lot of different industries. Uh, again, Jim Downs, thank you so much for joining us. Okay, Josh, thank you for having me very much. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.